everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Our triumphant return uh, <laughs> after taking some very much needed time off. Mm-hmm. It was a heck of a month. Yeah. Uh, and it just gave us that extra little bit of gas in the tank for the best month of the year. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, you know what? Give this one. <laughs> give, you know, give, give punt on September. Yes. <laughs> so that you can uh you can actually play in mm-hmm. October. Mm-hmm. Uh this was obviously something we've been looking forward to. We just look forward to it every year. Yeah. Uh, usually without a plan like too far ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I think maybe the Halloween month was the one that was like the longest gestating because we were like, oh, Kills comes out in October. Yeah. Oh, we could plan for that. Mm-hmm. And this one was like literally like up to the day. Like, well, what's what's it going to be? What's yeah. it, <laughs> what's the deal this year? Like, I got to watch a movie tomorrow. Yeah. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. And you know we've done we've done some interesting themes. I feel like for for scary movie month, like mm-hmm. doing one in in each decade from the seventies mm-hmm. to the teens, like that was fun. The old classic horror movies of of last year with like The Exorcist and The Omen and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, like yeah. that was also fun because that's not really an era I normally dabble in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so like, okay, so we got another month. We got another thing we can do. And it felt uh, like a like a sign when I was looking on like streaming services and was just like, oh man, there's a boatload of like the old classic slashers mm-hmm. hanging around, like the originals and even you know a ton of the sequels. Some yeah. of them like the whole series, and you're just <laughs> like, oh my goodness, like it's too much to cover for a month, but like. It, there's just such a wealth of them yeah. that it felt like, ooh, how about doing like a smattering, like a, like an appetizer board of like, oh, I'll take one from that <laughs> and one from that and one from that mm-hmm. and kind of get a look at like yeah. the classic it's slasher like a, era. A buffet sampler of slasher. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And since we had a Friday the 13th this month, it just felt right. Like, oh, we'll do Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. That just makes too much goddamn sense. Yeah. And we're going to have to do that. <laughs> uh, so it was like, okay, so then so then who's up first? Who gets, you know, who's <laughs> who's batting lead mm-hmm. off for classic slasher movies month? And since we've done Halloween, yep. uh, almost, almost every iteration of it, <laughs> I think there's like three Michael Myers Halloween movies we haven't talked about. And that's it. Yeah, um, sounds about right. But the, or maybe it's four. Either way, uh, <laughs> we could start with the other Jamie Lee Curtis slasher movie yeah. <laughs> from this era. <laughs> uh, and I even believe that there's one, possibly even two more that I'm forgetting at the moment that she also did all in this era. Like she became the yeah. slasher lady yep. 100%. Uh, and this Scream was, queen. yeah, like Scream the- Queen. This was, I believe, the second one up mm-hmm. after the original Halloween kind of broke her. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Here you go. Here she is. Obviously, if you know anything about slasher movie history, or means, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, or Jamie Lee Curtis's <laughs> personal life. Uh, <laughs> we uh, The movie that we started this month with is the 1980 slasher film Prom Night. A classic, I guess. Yeah, so I've been told. <laughs> yeah, so it has been presented to me via the rest of the media. I This was one I had definitely never seen before. 
I knew of uh, certain things and was plenty surprised by other things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, apparently considered fairly influential, which like, okay, it's 1980, two years after Halloween, the same year as the first Friday the 13th, I believe. Like it is in that era of like, we're figuring it out. Yeah. The, so like it's the slasher startup era. Yeah. And it's, but it's before it has like fully been encoded as like, this is how you do it, mm-hmm. you know? And this one uh, is super fun with the like multiple red herrings, mm-hmm. who done it structure mm-hmm. to it. That obviously something like Halloween doesn't have, Right. Uh, but it is something that something like Scream mm-hmm. borrows heavily from. Yes. <laughs> uh, it, just in feeling and sometimes in mentions that that was the first time I ever heard of this movie was in the first Scream. Yeah. Where Randy <laughs> says that if they watch Prom Night, they'd save time. <laughs> like, everyone's a suspect. And it's it was fun kind of watching it with that thought in mind of like, oh, okay, so it's definitely not the person they think it is right away. Yeah. Like... Because the movie sort of starts like a Halloween movie where you suddenly where there's like a thing that happened in the past, some sort of childhood trauma that created the circumstances that would lead to the birth of some kind of serial killer. Six years later. Yeah, that old chestnut. Uh, and then eventually a thing will happen later. Murders will be involved. And like if it's an escaped convict, then he must be the murderer. Kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. much like Michael Myers uh, or like uh, was a Stranger Calls. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of vibe. <laughs> this one is like, OK, since I knew ahead of time that it wasn't that I knew that that was a total red herring. And they're like, whatever his name was, something munch or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like he's never in the movie. No, we never see this man. Well, except for that, like one flashback scene of him, like in the hospital bed wrapped in bandages. Oh, God, right, right, right. And you can't even like see him. Oh, yeah. Oh, they they the, sort of the scene of him on fire. Right, <laughs> right. Running out of the car. <laughs> That's right. He's kind of like uh, like a, the burning Mm. Uh, guy, uh, mm-hmm. Cropsy, kind of in that vein of like, oh, and he's all deformed and messed up, mm-hmm. so of course mm-hmm. he's a serial killer murderer, right. but he winds up not actually coming into play at all yeah. in the events of this movie, other than like peripherally. Yeah. Where it's like they found a thing that was probably him, but that didn't involve anybody in this movie. Nope. It was just <laughs> some poor nurse yeah. that we has never named or cast in the movie yeah. is just dead. We're told she's dead and she's dead. Mm-hmm. He apparently killed her. And it's like just such happenstance that this dude escapes and comes to this town and murders someone in the spot where the tragedy happened. Yeah. Unless he specifically wanted to like freak him out. In yeah, which case, I, good job. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's really more that the other killer's plan goes into play right when that dude escapes from a mental institution and oh, comes yeah. back to murder. That's complete happy. Murder somebody else completely, though. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with his plan. Yeah. That's just, he just got lucky Separate <laughs> on that one to keep. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there would be, I mean, there really wouldn't be any police procedural stuff if that dude doesn't escape because there's nothing to be looking for. You know, like, it's just like these kids from the beginning of the movie, this cold open where a bunch Mm -hmm. of dipshit kids get another kid killed. Yeah. Is like all the setup for this movie of like, okay, it's kind of, it's almost a little, I know what you did last summer. You could see from that of like, Mm -hmm. they, they get back to their normal lives, but there's this secret that's, you know, hiding and waiting for them that only they know, but like, okay, so only they know. 
Yeah. So on prom night, nobody, there's not going to be that fucking detective dude like wringing his hands in the hallway, like, oh, where's the killer? Because he only thinks it's the killer because the dude escaped. Mm -hmm. So, like, are we to infer that the killer of this movie got that dude broken out of jail to like take the heat (laughs) off of him? I mean, truthfully, there's the like beginning of the movie that gives us all the setup. Yeah. And then there's a ton of the movie where nobody talks about it yeah like everything that happens is because of it Mm -hmm. but nobody speaks of it maybe there's like one or two lines about like oh our poor sister back in the day or whatever like the mom is sad yeah you know what i mean like scene at the grave (laughs) yeah but like other than that it's just like oh yeah that's the thing that we the audience know happened but everyone is basically just kind of living a normal life Mm -hmm. like they get messages like they get like their (laughs) pictures with a chunk of mirror attached to it Mm -hmm. but they're all like what the fuck is this about Mm -hmm. they're like i don't know anyway and they never talk about it they never think like are we being targeted by someone because of the secret we know like it never comes up yeah and like it got to the point where i was looking at the time left in the movie and i'm like there is 10 minutes left and like if the killer isn't who i think it is because at that point, I was kind of convinced it might have been the dad because just because they very specifically were like, where's your father? And they couldn't find him. And I was like, yeah. oh, is that what it's going to be? And it's going to be really silly that it's old man Leslie Nielsen <laughs> when it was like clearly a stuntman guy playing the part for the mm-hmm. rest of the movie. Like, that's going to be so silly, guys. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of convinced it was him. But I was like, but if it's not him, I don't understand how they're going to fully explain what happened here or how it went down. And they're like, oh, no, we will. It's just going to be. 10 seconds yeah it's gonna be like what the and they're gonna pull the mask and then he's gonna say one thing they're gonna flash back for two seconds and then that's it and it's like that explains it like Mm -hmm. what and then credits (laughs) it ends so abruptly yeah Uh. (laughs) yeah i my last note was like that's how it ends yeah is 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 he dead (laughs) yeah it's like it seems like it but that i he who knows concussion maybe just asleep (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> given the circumstances of him falling uh i mean i guess we kind of already explained it a bit but on imdb <laughs> the way that they describe the plot of this movie uh <clears throat> at a high school senior prom a masked killer stalks four teenagers who were responsible for the accidental death of a classmate six years previously yeah pretty much yeah uh <laughs> there's not that much more to it I thought it was absolutely hysterical seeing the fully grown adults that these kids grew into in six years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they are like way grown up now. And I know obviously they're, you know, adults playing high schoolers, whatever. Yeah. That's just how movies are. But it just, it, the, the little brother was the funniest. <laughs> like when it showed Jamie Lee Curtis as the, the, like she's the sister of the girl who died. And then this kid, Alex is the brother and they like cut two six years later like at the gravesite, and you see jamie lee curtis you're like oh okay so she's supposed to be that little girl man she grew up real fast i don't know and then it like swings over to the like obviously was younger brother mm-hmm. and he's just like i'm an adult man yeah <laughs> he's like i have like curly <laughs> shaggy hair to kind of make me look a little more kid-like yeah but like he's just got these like super ripped arms yeah <laughs> and he's just like huge and big and it's like you are not like he's not that huge but he's like Compared to what you would imagine. He's, like six years later, that dude, that kid would be like 12. <laughs> and he is like a man. It's ridiculous. No. Uh, I know they say that. That Robin was 10 when right. she died. Okay. So she would have been 16. 
So it, uh, they made it seem like Robin and Alex were twins just based on the fact that they were dressed alike. Oh, were they? I didn't even catch that. Really? No. Because that I saw that immediately. I was like, you are creepy. Well, it's because it, they were both in like black pants and like white and black striped shirt, oh, like man, turtleneck shirt. <laughs> they look like, like mimes. How did I not catch that? Somewhat. That is crazy to me. No. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Then maybe they were. I don't know. Either way, though, I was confused about the kids' relationships uh, in that opening sequence because it's like, so there's these kids, they're playing this game. It's kind of like a hide-and-seek, except when you get caught, you, like, become one of the seekers. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you become, like, a crew of seekers, but you just call yourselves murderers. Killers. (laughs) Killers, yeah, killers are coming. Like, I, I don't know if that was a, like, oh, no, yeah, kids played that game. They called it Killers. I I don't know. I'd never heard of it before. Me neither. And my first note was, well, this didn't age well. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a like terrifying kids sort chanting of, like uh killer's gonna get you the, or something. The killer is coming. And like, like terrifying their classmate. I mean, that was the thing that confused me the most is that like we are given no scenes of like any of these kids at home, mm-hmm. the kids at school, yep. any sort of relationship between them. It literally just starts. We just get into it's just like there's a bunch of kids running around this fucking school and they're not saying each other's names, so you don't know who's who. Yeah. And then and then this these other kids wander up and like in the end we're supposed to know that they were siblings, but it's like that could just that could just be three friends. Yeah. Who are walking home as well, and the one friend wants to go over and play with the other kids, but they don't like them. It's just it's just the thing <laughs> that gets these kids like not even in trouble, but just gives them a secret that they then have to live with, like a terrible secret yeah. that they did that they now have to live with. Yeah, they essentially backed Robin into a corner and she like climbed up on a windowsill to like stay away from them as they're like creeping towards her, <laughs> chanting, the killers are going to get you, the killers are coming, whatever. And she spooks and falls backwards through and out the already broken window onto another already broken window. <laughs> and then another already broken window falls down on top of her. Yeah, this school is is awash in broken windows. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she gets she gets all sliced up. I guess that now that I'm thinking about it, I guess that's maybe why the girls didn't understand what those messages were for. Is because there's nothing involving mirrors. Yeah, it should have been window panes. Yeah, it should have been a piece of glass, but yeah. whatever, I guess. A little art project he did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I liked that sort of sequence where, you know, Kim and, and the other girl, whichever one was with her, hears the, like, shattering of glass in the distance, and they mm-hmm. go and they find that the window or the mirror has been busted up and then notice that, like, there's a chunk taken out. Yeah. Oh, like a weapon's been made from this mirror. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's cool. I'm digging on that. Uh, I was digging how, like, right after it comes to six years later and everybody's like basically adults now, (laughs) that like people start getting calls. Yeah. And it is like, okay, it is happening. We are not waiting around watching a bunch of like domestic life shit before stuff happens. We are. But we aren't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, that was the thing, though, is that I was like, I was expecting there to be this like longer lull of like, and then now we're seeing that they're all just living their lives. And maybe we'll (laughs) see like a spooky guy in black way off in the distance or some shit. Like Mm -hmm. we'll get little bits like that. But it's like, oh, no, no, no. They are showing us the killer making phone calls. Yeah. 
Like, this is happening. Unless this all is a huge misdirect. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, this is literally just somebody trying to telemarket or something. You know, like, it's <laughs> ridiculous. But the fact that it's like, oh, okay, so we're, we're getting sort of clues about this person. Mm-hmm. Like, there are now people it can't be based on what we've seen here. Yeah. You know, like, it's it's not a lady. We're just going to throw that out there. Like, unless they're doing some real trickery stuff with their own silhouette. Yeah. Like, for no reason, for nobody, (laughs) for only the movie-watching audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just like, okay, so it's clearly like a dude. Yeah. Clearly a sort of, like, svelte guy. Probably not that old. Mm -hmm. So, like, that kind of narrows it down, movie. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, there's truthfully not that many people that fit this mold. I felt like it was maybe kind of a little bit much. To show it first, <laughs> if I... you really wanted to keep the secret going. I mean, again, like I had said, I didn't guess it right, but that's really only because it's like, it's so silly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was very silly, the like explanation for it at the end. Cause I was like, the only reason it wouldn't be this guy, cause he's plenty creepy, the only reason it wouldn't be this guy is because the explanation for it would have to be so dumb. And then it is. And I'm like, oh. I, that's so funny because <laughs> I, I guessed it. <laughs> I mean, I have several guesses, most of them that say, like, here's, you know, Mr. Sykes, the obvious red herring, the gardener. Uh, I, I said Sykes, the creepy gar- the creepy groundskeeper is the red herring. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, and, and I wrote the man, the man Merch, who they assumed killed the girl and escaped from the institution, red herring number two. Like, you're not it either. I don't believe that it's you. Yeah. Uh, I felt like Dr. Fairchild was also a red herring. He was acting kind of suspicious at the crime scene that they were at. And it was like a little bit like, "Mm, okay, is it okay? Could it be, could it be this guy too? All right. And then right towards the end, I called it. I called the one who it was. And I was just like, well, now he's on the list because this was weird. Yeah. I was like, now here, now you're definitely a part of this. But then at the very end, like I said, I thought it was the dad. <laughs> thought <laughs> it's... it was Leslie Nielsen. I was like, it must be, right? That, that would be why this movie would be famous is if Leslie Nielsen was the it's... murderer. <laughs> so we had a lot of similar notes in, <laughs> in regards to red herrings and suspects. But I also had just prior to the six years later, because knowing, you know, the general gist of the movie, her brother and sister are immediately suspects to kill all those kids later. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I definitely understand that. uh, And man, I don't know if there's a way to go about this without just saying who the killer is. But like, there's this weird thing where like the girl gets killed Mm -hmm. and the other kids, the like bad kids are the kids that like we are seeing yeah. more so than anybody else. Right. Like the sister and brother kind of just like and disappear from the sea and they're gone. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. the sister goes back to school for her geology book. Okay. And the brother the runs off because he doesn't want to play with them. Right. So he like is supposed to like continue ahead like towards home, I'm assuming. Sure. Why not? I don't even know. Uh, (laughs) but those kids are the ones that we're seeing and are like getting named. And then it cuts to six years later and like, yeah, we start with, with Kim, with Jamie Lee Curtis and, and the brother and that family and their whole deal. But then it's like, okay, but all the calls are being made to these bad kids now grown up Mm -hmm. and like, we're sort of following them as well. And I'm like, 
who is the lead of this movie? Yeah. Like, Jamie Lee, I guess, kind of is, but she's not really involved in it. No, she's she's right outside the bubble of just watching everything unfold, (laughs) essentially, without really knowing it's going on. Yeah, like, it's especially weird because, like, I guess, I mean, like you were saying, she would be a suspect if the movie ever played with that, but it doesn't. Because it's kind of leaving her in a sort of final girl scenario. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, she finds the mirror with the broken glass and the shards taken out and all that you know so it's like so she didn't do that yeah she wasn't there to do that so like no they're scared by it yeah exactly so like she's not the killer clearly Mm -hmm. well she's not the killer so like why would it be the brother well because he actually saw what happened and knew i mean that's i mean there's there's no there's no there's no going back but I, that's that was the thing that kind of killed me about the ending, and that was why, like, despite enjoying certain chunks of it, and some of it, some of it, not so much, but, like, seeing that there was such little time left and knowing that it, like, had to wrap itself up, I was like, what, what is this ending really going to be? Mm-hmm. And when it's revealed that, like, oh, yeah, I, the brother, as a small child, just, like, I guess stuck around and watched my sister try to play with these evil kids. yeah. And they did what they did and forced her out a window and she fell and died. Mm-hmm. And I did nothing about this until just right now. Yeah. Like did nothing in any shape, way or form. Did not tell an authority figure, you know, did not let it slip to somebody. You know, uh, w- was he planning this murder <laughs> spree from that moment on and was like somehow able to keep a lid on it? Or was it just like, did he see it and like black out and forget it? And then like just now going to the grave with his family, like brought it back and he went crazy and murdered people. Like there were things about the killer that I just didn't quite understand. And then the reveal didn't answer any of it. Like I didn't understand why the killer kept saying now Mm -hmm. when they came out to kill people. I'm like, okay, obviously I know what that word is, but I don't understand what you mean. Like... Now, as opposed to then, now, as opposed to later, yeah, <laughs> now, like yeah. now it's your time to die, but you're like, ah, oh, that's too many words. I'll just say now, like yeah. I, I, it, it's not like i I don't get it. I don't understand what how this thematically ties anything together, and the the only like sliver of hope was like, well, maybe when they reveal who it is, yeah, I'll get it, and it's like, oh, it's the brother, no, I still don't get it then, yeah, no, now. I- now, as opposed to when you saw it happen as a child, like, uh, <laughs> what are we doing here? And the, like, silly, raspy voice that I I love so much that Scream, like, took that whole concept away by mm-hmm. making it, like, it is just a voice actor mm-hmm. acting as a voice-changing thing yeah. so that you just have a voice that is the killer. yeah. As opposed to, like, I would think back to New Year's Evil, mm. where he does, like, the stupid, like, I, I, does he have, like, a kazoo or something? He literally does one of those stupid, like, wah, 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 I'm the bad guy. Like, yeah. some dumb fucking thing. <laughs> like, all these terrible attempts to hide the killer's identity by just having them talk weird. Yeah. Like, hey, baby, this is how I talk on the phone. It's like, what? 
What? what? Why? <laughs> like, again, what is happening here? Is this the, like, culmination of a six-year-long revenge plan? Mm. Or is this the work of somebody who fucking just snapped one day? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know. Because it literally is like, oh, by the way, I actually saw our sister get killed. And that's why I did this. <clears throat> and the movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Well, shit. Except that makes it seem more definitive that he died. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does just sort of like close his eyes after having had them closed for a while anyway. Yeah. Like laying there beat to shit like, oh, God. Oh, God. Like, yeah, he might not even be dead. But either way, though, it's still just like, and it's like, OK, so no more answers out of him. So I and wonder. Roll credits. Yeah, and then the credits just start going. <laughs> you're like, wait a goddamn minute. <laughs> Yeah, like, is there I, not more to this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right here is where I wrote it. I wrote, Alex, the brother, suddenly feels like a suspect just by being a straight up weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> there was something. It, I think it was the scene where she asks him to come in and, like, put a necklace on her. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like their interaction in that sequence was so, like, chilling. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was not sibling-like. It, it was so weird. And it was like... I guess the thing that bummed me out when I realized that, like, oh, none of these characters are going to talk to each other about that thing we did. Right. You know, like, that was kind of what I was expecting. I was fully expecting more of that. Like, once I started to understand the relationships in the movie, Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I can kind of see, you know, I can see the Matrix here a little bit about, like, how you put this together in a story like okay so kim is dating nick Mm -hmm. nick is one of the fucking kids who killed her sister so when that reveal comes he was the only one that actually wanted to go and get help true but he still is one of those people yes he's still a dick kid yeah like uh so it's like oh man how is that going to, you know, be rectified? You know what I mean? Like when she finds out about Nick, the guy that she loves, mm. you know, like, oh, how's that going to go? It doesn't. Yeah. It never comes up. He barely tries to start telling her. Yeah. At one point, he's like, uh, uh, he kind of, he says it without really, like he says it in a way that like is being purposefully misleading. Yeah. Where it's like, you think I'm talking metaphorically. Yeah. But I can claim in my conscience that I told you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I said it so cryptically. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only time that ever comes up. And then he eventually just gets like knocked out and tied up mm-hmm. and left uh, somewhere for the rest of the movie. We never see him again. Uh, no, Jamie Lee <laughs> goes and unties him because she's um, a badass. Right. <laughs> but then you have... What were the other ones' names? Uh, Jude and Kelly, right? Were the other two girls that were friends with Kim, mm-hmm. right? So it was like, okay, so these kids killed this girl, yeah, and then like all became friends with her sister. Like that's weird. That's very weird. And it's like, was it? Were they friends beforehand? Did they like become her friend out of guilt? Yeah. Like, let's try to be really, really nice to her because fuck. Yeah. We did something bad. You know, like, I, I don't, I honestly don't know because yeah. the movie doesn't go into it at all. <laughs> they never talk about the fact that they are close friends with the sister of the girl they killed. Yeah. Nick never said, mentions anything to anybody yeah. <laughs> about how weird it is that he's dating her yeah. or anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's no weird moments with, like, those kids and Kim's parents 
you know, where like, oh, you could really, you know, milk that of, mm-hmm. you know, having to stand there and listen to them talk about the daughter they lost. Like, oh, God, we did that. Yeah. Like, there's nothing. None of that no. happens in this movie at all. No. They never, ever talk about it. Like, I'm convinced that none of the people murdered in this movie understand why they were murdered. <laughs> I you know? mean, maybe that's for the best. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess maybe it's it's for the best that they were murdered if they can't comprehend why they were being targeted <laughs> I, at the I mean, very least. Well, that's the thing, though, is the idea like who knew that they were being targeted? Kelly, I think, is the first one to die. And she's in the like locker room with her boyfriend and like they make out and then he wants to have sex and she doesn't. So he just bitches out and leaves. Yeah. Like a dick and then leaves her there. And then like two moments later. The mm-hmm. killer arrives and she's just like, oh, probably thinking it's her boyfriend and mm-hmm. then just gets like quickly murdered. Like she had no clue what was happening. Yeah. She just gets murdered. And then the other one is having sex with that guy Slick in his van out in the woods or whatever the fuck on the bluffs. Yeah. As far as that dude knew, you know what I mean? Because like that happens so fast. Yeah. It's literally just like the back doors get ripped open. She falls backwards and is like, what the? And he goes like, now and stab, stab, stab. And she's done. Mm-hmm. And then it takes a little bit longer to kill Slick by <laughs> driving him but off that cliff. He goes off in glorious yeah. fashion. <laughs> he goes off a goddamn cliff. It explodes into flames, but like in neither the most of them Hollywood way possible because <laughs> the way that it flipped the like engine block actually was the first area to make contact, yeah. But the gas tank area was the first to explode. <laughs> Fucking See, brilliant! That's where all the gas is. Duh. I I rewound so that I could I, watch I, it again. I was writing a note and I looked up and he was going off a cliff. I was like, "Hang on, <laughs> hold on a moment. How did this happen? We need to back this one up." Yeah, I mean, but he also, no clue. Yeah. Like, even if she, in that moment of falling backwards and looking up at a mass murderer, was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my penance yeah. for the thing I did. Even if she had that moment to think of it, he doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, my God, some murderer is trying to murder me. Yeah. And he succeeds at it. Yeah, he's uh, just. <laughs> uh, wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Without Sorry. his glasses. Uh, <laughs> but is it was it Wendy was the one who got the big long chase sequence? Mm-hmm. Okay, because there wasn't there another girl. There was one point. Okay, <laughs> I have several notes that are just like it starts as one question, and then I realize that I have another question in the middle of asking that question. Because <laughs> I wrote it, it, at at a certain point, it gets to Wendy and Lou planning some kind of awful like prom prank mm-hmm. that they're God, gonna pull off lose. whatever it's gonna be lose the worst garbage. Uh, <laughs> but i wrote down oh vicky flashes her ass to the seemingly mentally impaired mr sykes mm-hmm. and also who is vicky because up until that point there had not been a character named vicky and then no. they're like vicky what are you doing go to the principal and i was like why is there a new named character that we then never see again <laughs> but like wendy is not friends with all the rest of them she seemingly is like her own deal. Yeah. You know, like she is not friends with the rest of them. So like there's a sort of interesting psychological thing going on there too of like growing up and knowing you're the one who did this and being like, uh, I'm going to go the other way and kind of be a bully Yeah, because that's how it normally would have been. And I shouldn't 
you know yeah <laughs> like, i'm not gonna change for yeah, you yeah exactly that could that that could have been the vibe again i don't know she doesn't ever talk about it i mean and <laughs> wendy was the one that like convinced the other kids to like shut up about it yeah i wrote she was very quick to cut bait and run mm-hmm. on a dead child yeah <laughs> like that is a wild thing like there are certain levels of mischief mm-hmm. where like cut bait and run is like mm, yeah 100 like broken like, a window like yeah Mm-hmm. You got a dip, man. You got a dip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of thing. Like, like, 100%, I get it. But when it's like a child dying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like unequivocally dying, too. Because like the first fall out of the window, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe it's her. Yeah. You know, I was like, this is an old slasher movie. It could be that where it's like, she died. But like, no, <laughs> you know, like yeah. that kind of vibe. <laughs> Um, so I was like, maybe it's her. But then when the second pane of glass <laughs> fell out of the window and landed on her, I was like, okay, no, I think I think they're saying she's dead. Yeah, I think this is pretty <laughs> confirmed. If you if you weren't convinced, yeah, here's another window. The second window is the one that did it. <laughs> oh God, because that's what gave her glass cuts on both sides of her body. Yes, but like, uh, <laughs> sorry, here's the, here's another one. I wrote, Drew has a horrible reaction to his girlfriend not wanting to have sex in the school locker room. Also, who is Drew? Because, like, <laughs> I, I know that they showed that character, like, making out with a boyfriend in the halls or something. But it's mm-hmm. like, he wasn't a character. He didn't have a name before this, as far as I knew. Like, she yelled out to him as he was leaving. And it was like, oh, that's what that man's name is i don't know he's hardly a character well they did show after kelly got her the phone call she was the second one to get a phone call she was the one that was like creeped out by it and her boyfriend drew came over to pick her up and she was like talking about it and like being serious and he was like oh is that something that i should do baby like oh being a real sleazeball about it yeah i kind of i definitely got a lot of the girls confused at first other than jamie lee yeah because there was like nobody to latch on to in terms of like oh i know who that is like mostly they're fine but at the same time it was just like no no recognition of any of these folks Mm -hmm. so it it took a few minutes (laughs) (laughs) uh the only one that was like oh well that's like striking enough to remember is lou yeah like the horrible like unibrow buck teeth like huge gap tooth like god he was just the ugliest man mm-hmm. i don't know how much of it was something they did to this guy <laughs> to make him i really hope ugliest. it was a lot yeah i i i feel bad if it's not like because <laughs> it's just like it's awful he's yeah. the worst he acts horribly he looks terrible mm-hmm. <laughs> everything about him is the worst it's like almost a cartoon level yeah of like being an unappealing character yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> like him showing up later to the prom with like his jeans on yeah and the tux top was just like god you're just the trashiest piece of trash mm. i've ever seen in my life lou you're the worst very much so um but like <laughs> apparently Wendy and Nick were dating and then broke up and then Nick started dating Kim. Kim. <laughs> yes, Jesus. <laughs> uh and so there's, you know, there's some animosity there, but again, none of it comes from anything that I care about. It's no. all just like the traditional 
teen story yeah, petty of just high like school yeah, just girl like bullshit. I'm the popular girl and I should have won prom queen, but she won prom queen, so now yeah. she and him are gonna be prom king and queen and uh, nah, 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 nah. instead of it having anything to do with this very <laughs> traumatic <laughs> event that starts and supposedly fuels the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it, there's just like so much there to work with that I find it like baffling how little they reach for yeah you know what i mean like there's so much background that it's like how interesting would it be if wendy was taking the threat seriously and like got a note and was like oh someone's gonna be doing something so like she has to go crawling back to her Mm ex-boyfriend and him be like "Mm," and it's like no no no, it's not about we have to put that aside because somebody knows our secret and said it's like no 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 no. wendy's just the bitch yeah nick just looks bewildered all the time yeah <laughs> like he Ke- didn't Kelly's answer sca- the phone yeah kelly's a scaredy cat and fucking there's another one jude jude is just yeah jude jude is one that i felt was like the weirdest i mean they're it's all weird because again none of them ever reckon with the terrible things they've done yep but she seems like the least bothered mm-hmm. she seems like she's like yeah well that just happened living life yeah, like that was just a thing that happened. Yeah. Girl fell out the window, just happened, and then it yeah. fell on her, and the window fell on top of her. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's... thing, like girl onto out window onto window, and then window onto girl onto girl. Yeah. yeah, and I'm friends with the sister, and I'm or no, she wasn't dating the brother. She was dating that weird nerd who was <laughs> slick who comes and picks her up off the street. Yeah. In his van. Yeah. That's just the thing you do. Mm-hmm. That's just a way you try to get ladies. Like, at first, I thought it was a friend of hers. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Or, like, a guy she knows that wants to date her, but, oh, of course she wouldn't date him. But then when it's like, who are you? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You don't know this person and you are getting in their van? After receiving a creepy phone call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A terrifying uh, creeper call. You're going to get into a van. She deserved to be murdered. Yeah, that's, I mean, in the end, though, like, he wound up being cool. Yeah. Apparently. Like, he had a book full of joints. That was pretty awesome. (laughs) Yeah, he had a book full of joints in his, like, relatively awesome van. Like, yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. Seemed like, yeah. (laughs) He got murdered. Right? Like, murdered for nothing. He didn't deserve it. She did for blindly trusting a strange man in a van <laughs> yeah she deserved the murder but it didn't come from the person you expected <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing yeah um and i mean that also brings up so many questions like in terms of the brother being the killer is like so so he's just full-on mad so he just has to kill this guy too just just to kill I, just for no witnesses. just i mean but like what does he what does he care i don't know is he thinking about witnesses He's just trying to kill these girls. Like, I mean, I, I, I my assumption would was no witnesses because why else would he go after Lou? I mean, not Lou Slick. Slick, yeah. If Slick had survived and not like driven off the bluffs, regardless, because he didn't have his glasses, mm-hmm. there was then the potential that he would tell someone and it would be believed. That there's a murderer. That there's a murderer. Yeah, I mean, the cops then, already think there's a murderer. They just wouldn't know who it is. But does the or, killer know that the cops think there's a murderer? <laughs> that's true. Because it does the seem cops like this don't tell all, anyone. Yeah, it seems like it's all very coincidental. Yeah. That this murderer that they, like, pinned this on. Yeah. 
Like, it's hard to not, like, obviously, yes, they talk about how he's, like, a psychosexual murderer guy anyway. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, so he already did a terrible crime, and this is just, like, adding another one to the list. Mm -hmm. But it is fucked up that the cops had zero evidence, obviously, because Mm -hmm. we know what actually happened. Mm -hmm. But they had zero evidence and were able to pin it on someone. (laughs) Like, that's just like, oh, God. But, like, him escaping, at first I was like, is that going to be a part of it? Is, like, he coming back because he got blamed for it? But, like, no, but it's not going to be the guy the cops think it is. Yeah. You know, but I I did at least for a moment think of that sort of, like, or at least that they would think that maybe, you know, like, oh, he might be coming for us. Who? Who would be coming for us? Like, did you hear who escaped? (gasps) Oh, no, the guy who got blamed for the thing we did, like any of that in any kind of order at all yeah with any kind of dialogue you want could have been interesting but again none of that happens nope they literally just do normal high school shit and we just sort of happen to know yeah that they killed that girl (laughs) and that's all there is to it yeah so much normal high school shit happens that it's not until 50 minutes in five zero minutes into this like 92 minute movie yeah that we finally get to prom. Yeah, it's a, a good deal. I mean, it's because there's nothing to happen at prom. You know what I mean? Other like, than it's the choreographed dance. Yeah. Which I must say, <laughs> Jamie Lee looked like she was having a lot of fun with that. Yes, that was that was good. I, I, obviously, it's all disco-y and junk. I wrote like there's just a lot of silly disco songs going on. There was that one <laughs> song that was like so clearly... I will survive, mm-hmm. but wasn't. Yeah. It was like, it was literally like, I'm still alive. And it was like to the exact same chord progression <laughs> and beat. And I was like, this is absurd. This is literally already a song. Yeah. How did you get is, away with this? Yeah. Like, this can't be real, is it? <laughs> like, did they just make it for the movie? And they're like, look, we're not going to make any money. Yeah. It's just a silly, like, parody version of your song. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. It was like somebody was like, you need to just write, I will survive without writing, I will survive. Like, oh, okay. I'll, uh, I'll be alive. alive. Yeah. I'm still alive. There you go. Boom. Perfect. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, I I realized, I was like, it takes like an hour to get to most of the actual horror movie stuff. I clocked it. The (laughs) first actual slasher killing is at one hour and two minutes. Yeah, I wrote wrote at least an hour. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's sort of unacceptable. Like, especially when I was giving it such props, like, right off the top. Mm -hmm. Where it was like, oh, hey, we're getting going. They're getting phone calls. There's creepy stuff happening. Yeah. And then it just, like, grinds to a halt. Yeah. There's, like, nothing killer-related happening. At least that is any interest to me. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like... Uh, there's what the the they find the like nurse at the at the old school mm-hmm. and so like the doctor and the cops come and look at it and they got a sheet over it and they're like oh it's the butcher job and oh god well we gotta yeah. we gotta figure out what's you know like we gotta search for this bad guy and yeah they like, got cops everywhere looking for his car and yeah they... there's a couple that's right I totally forgot about that that there's like a couple of shots. Of the beat up blue bug mm-hmm. driving around town that like somebody sees where it was like you, however, aren't privy to the information that 
it's a murderer who is driving this car. You just happen to see it, and we know. Like I thought that was a fun little bit. Mm-hmm. Again, towards more towards the beginning, where it's like, oh, things are things are happening. Yeah, and like, oh, that's cool. Again, though, didn't quite buy it. Yeah, wasn't really gonna buy that it was just that guy who escaped. Like, mm-hmm. the, but that's Halloween. Yeah, and you like, have Jamie Lee in this movie. You like, can't come on, just do that again. Yeah, you can't just literally be Halloween. Like, it's already a case of like young child kills, and it has something to do with Jamie Lee's family. Yeah, and then her brother comes and tries to kill people later. Like, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. There's too many things that are already the same. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta change a little bit of it. I mean, I yeah. guess that's why they had him speak. But like, think about what you're making him say, because now <laughs> just makes no fucking sense to me. Why? Now I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> But I guess the one the one bit where I was like, I I don't know if I've ever seen this specific kind of thing happening. And it is so funny to me that like I there there needs to be a usage of this in some kind of like either horror comedy or like a like a scream type movie or something like it, just because I was I was tickled by it. But when apparently that dipshit lose plan for the prom because at first when they're talking about having a plan, I was like, mm-hmm. "Is it gonna be like it's gonna be like Carrie, right? They're yeah, gonna, like, right. Drop something on somebody or whatever." Uh, and then eventually, <laughs> Jamie Lee goes to like her waiting room to go out on stage. Yeah, and Nick as the prom king is on the other side waiting, mm-hmm. and Lou comes in and grabs him, or the or his buddy grabs him, or whatever, like puts him in like a chokehold, like knocks him out. Yeah, <clears throat> steals the crown. So then Lou goes and stands in the doorway wearing the crown, and then the killer comes in, yeah. <laughs> with an axe, and they like show you through the like eye holes of the mask how poorly he can see the person in front of him and just sort of sees that there's a crown. Mm -hmm. So he understands like, oh, so there's Nick. Yeah. (laughs) And just swings and cuts Lou's dumb head off. Yeah. Like that is the funniest shit. Like I was laughing as it was leading up to it because I knew what was going on. (laughs) It was like, oh my God, the killer is going to accidentally murder this guy. Like he does not mean to kill Lou, but he's gonna. Yeah. And that's hysterical to me. (laughs) Like there is something so funny, especially when it's like, a character so perfectly deserving of getting taken out. You're mm-hmm. like, oh God, yes. Like when he was first introduced, I wrote, he better die. Yeah. <laughs> like that, this is one character that <laughs> really needs to go. Yeah. I I wrote, Killer only knows Nick is prom king, like doesn't pay attention to the fact that Lou is a much different size. Yeah, right. I mean, he took his coat too. They show him, like, take Nick's jacket. Yeah. So he's not wearing, like, a different colored jacket. But it's, like, it also wouldn't fit him. Yeah. Because he's clearly a bigger-bodied guy. Yeah. Like, there's there's no way this works. But it does. All right. <laughs> the last little bit to talk about is Wendy's chase scene, like, around the school. Yeah, she's, like, the only one that actually got an extended sort of sequence with the killer. Yeah, and she finds one of the girls dead, too. So it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, she's... Probably she Kelly. Gets, yeah. Jude she was, was in, in the, the van. School. Yeah. And the uh, van exploded. Oh God, that's right. It did. <laughs> um, but, like, it's just this whole big, long chase sequence, which, as I was watching it, I was like, this would make total sense if this movie 
had prom taking place as the like second act and then the third act is these kids staying after you know like Mm -hmm. that like you know prom ends and everybody leaves and they're like stuck there or like we're gonna do an after party so we stayed behind or Mm -hmm. this uh, the other thing so that it's like an abandoned place yeah that they have to run around but i was just like why does she keep running everywhere except the brightly lit crowded dance hall room? Yeah. Like, where are you going? There was only like one or two times in that whole chase sequence where it seemed like she was boxed in. Yeah. Where it was like, oh, this is the only way you can go. But so many times where she would get out into a hallway and would just be like, just go. Go yeah. to prom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to like, the prom and then you'll be safer. Like at the very least, you, there'll be more people. Yeah. Like, and you this, won't be completely alone. Like, is what this are you not doing? your school? Do you not know where you're going? Yeah. It was so, oh, it was so dumb. I hated it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it, again, it would have been all right if it, if there was, you know, just like, oh, God, there's locks on the doors. So I just have to try to find a place to hide. Yeah. It was like, don't go and hide in a car in the automotive shop classroom yeah instead of running off to where there are people right like she was in the bathroom when he showed up yeah you couldn't possibly have been that far from everybody and you apparently chose to run the exact opposite direction yeah like again probably deserve to die (laughs) because of your terrible choices the biggest thing that suffers from how kind of like unfocused the plot of the movie is where it's like who is it really about and Mm. like how is any of this going to play together? It won't. Um, <laughs> but like Jamie Lee kind of doesn't get much to do. Yeah. You know, like she doesn't really get chased by the killer. No. Because he's not trying to kill her. No. Because it's her brother. Yeah. And like he's not like possessed by something or whatever. You know, it's not like, oh, he's going to come for me. Yeah. You know, like because no, he won't because... He He knows who you are. He has no intent to kill you. He's just trying to kill the people that we think suck. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) wait a minute. Who am I rooting for? Like, I guess I'm rooting for Jamie Lee. Yeah. uh, But not the people that are being targeted by the murderer, but also not the murderer. So (laughs) the one who does almost nothing (laughs) is the one I'm rooting for. And it's like, that's that doesn't help. I'm rooting for the dad. (laughs) Yeah, Leslie Nielsen. Uh, like I said, him, him disappearing right towards the end of the movie and somebody calling it out of being like, where's your father at? I was like, that's going to be crazy. Like Leslie Nielsen as yeah. the murderer. That's going to be hilarious. And then instead of it being him, he is just gone. Yeah. Like they never show him again. And it's like, well, clearly he didn't get murdered because I don't think his son would murder him. I, yeah. So he just left. Like, where did he go? Where is he? Having drinks in his office. <laughs> He's just so sad. I, you know, uh, it's I don't a, know. It's a rough day. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's also wild to me, too, is that Robin's date of death mm-hmm. winds up being the night of the prom. Yeah. Six years later. Yeah. That is highly lucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, which then also makes it seem like, okay, so then, so when did this plan go into effect? For old Alex. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, was it the beginning of the school year when they set out the schedule and it said prom on this day? And he was like, oh, like, <laughs> here we go. I know what I must do. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have no idea. Now is my time. Yeah. Now. No! Yeah. Now, now I finally get it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that's going to have to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for this week. <laughs> uh, it, it was a, uh, a 
much needed break, but then also a much looked forward to return. Yes. Um, but uh, we got we got a bunch of sort of classic movies to roll through for the rest of this month. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Very excited. Uh, but this is Jeff and Kelly. Principal by day, disco king by night. Mm-hmm.